This is Brock and Saul. Brock Eward is my hero. Jay Buhner just punched me in the kidney. Powered through the Alaska Airlines studio. On Seattle Sports. We're going to excuse you from the interview. It doesn't really work that way, Sherm. This is a show that has my name on it. It kind of does, though. Now, here are your hosts, Brock Eward and Mike Saul. Hello! It is the Brock and Salk Show on Seattle Sports on 710. SeattleSports.com and the Seattle Sports app, plus the podcast platforms. Hope everybody had a great long weekend. It was nice. Nice to have a little extra day off. Kind of a presence day. is like a random Monday that all of a sudden pops up. And you're like, oh, huh. That's not Memorial Day or Labor Day. I'll take it. That's Absolutely. pretty great. I'll take it, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, hope everybody had a great time. It's funny because it's not like a huge sports weekend, right? NBA kind of throws its all-star game in there, which I guess was terrible. And the biggest thing that came out of it was some controversy and, yeah, kind of a whole big mess for 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 that league yesterday or this weekend. But, uh, Justin, I, I, I had to start with you today as 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 much as, look, more is going to take us through the weekend. We got guests galore today. Ray Roberts is going to join us today. Shannon Dreyer is uh, on the ground, boots on the ground in Peoria, and she will uh, join us at 8.30 today. Dan Simborski, the human computer, will join us at 9 o'clock yeah. today and uh, give us a little projection analysis for the Mariners this Are year. Are you starting with me because I'm royalty now? I'm is starting with you because you're royalty. Yeah. You had quite a weekend. <laughs> it's so absurd. Every time I tried to explain it to anybody when we were rocking around Portland, it's like this gets weirder and weirder every well, time I Well, I mean, start the fact it. that you're wearing a giant pickle costume. Yeah. Because you didn't want anybody to look at you or talk to you. Well, that's we had a theme. But after the person that went, we do the trip every year, the, the the man of the year award, which I've explained, I think, last year. But if, for those who missed it, it for those was who might have missed that one day last whole, year, yeah, we explained the yeah, man of I, the year. You've explained that you guys go on a like a dude trip together every yeah. year. I think this was the first I heard about the man of the year. Oh, award. oh, wow. Okay, so well, we do like a winter Maybe trip. I blocked it out. We do a winter trip and a summer trip. We do like always like sometime around New Year. We used to call it the Dirtbag Gambler and we'd go to Vegas for a weekend right after uh, New Year's. And then we do a summer trip, like a ride together around somewhere, you know, that we pick. And then we decided, okay, we need to like turn this into something a little bit more. There's this great podcast written or by this uh, comedian who I'm a big fan of. Uh, named Aaron Cairo, who started this thing called the Man of the Year. And it's just an excuse to get their guys together every year. And it's how important it is for male friendship beyond a certain age when everybody kind of starts to, mm-hmm. you know, their careers take them around the country and you start they getting married. You start, yeah, you start getting married, you start having kids, you grow up and you lose touch. <laughs> and you lose touch with like a really important network of friends that either you made in college or in high school or whatever. And there's there's obviously parallels between you know, serious male depression and suicide rates and things that skyrocket as the older you get when you lose those connections and those yeah, networks. And Stop making fun. It's a serious thing, and a lot of people d- laugh at it connections. just like... Nope. There is a no- look-at-me element of this, I will agree with Salk, that it's is a little beyond true. that. Absolutely is true. But this is also a pretty... It's pretty similar to, like, uh, you know, a lot of people's fantasy football leagues. Like, they do a thing every year, and the loser's got to do something, or the winner gets to do something. Okay. And it's that's and so kind of the what big this winner. is. So this year, and we have a, a criteria for who you vote for, and it's an anonymous vote, and you submit it to last year's man of the year, and then last year's man of the year is responsible for planning the next year's trip. Right. Yep. So last year, Big Daddy won, and when we went to to uh, New uh, Nashville and we did our yellow suit thing because that's what he does for his business. He wears a yellow suit because that's what his his hot dog empire mm-hmm. in Nashville is built on this year because I won after the, after, I know it does. And that's why I was saying it sounded more absurd every time I was trying to explain it to people when we were walking around Portland this weekend. 
Uh, once the winner the thing is, is you explain these things crowned, in Portland and people are like, oh yeah, my story's 10 times weird. True. Portland's yeah. <laughs> we did not look that weird in Portland, but once the winner is crowned, then all these boxes opened up and it's like, everybody's putting, we had inflatable pickles and, uh, yeah, pickle costumes and inflatable microphones. So, big, big daddy had to plan all of that. Though, he did right? all of it. Yeah. He so had to that, plan all the pickle And you got to keep it all secret and all private until, right. until Were the costumes themed because you won and you're yes. a pickle guy. Yes. Okay. So he had he kept everything under wraps until he's like, well, now that we've crowned this year's man of the year, here's the theme. And he opened the boxes and everybody cr- laughed and we had a great time. I've been thinking a lot about this <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> I saw. Sorry. I saw. No, I saw the I saw the information late Friday night. I, I was excited for you. Texted you right away. I couldn't believe that you were man of the year. I was rooting for you. Thank you. But didn't know whether it would come together. So I was. Uh, I was I was following along. Before he left on Friday, he was I can't remember who you said, but you're like I don't know. So and so had a good year. Derek had a really good year. Big year. Thought Derek was going to win. I did a lot for the group. I was holding out some hope that Justin would (laughs) would end up taking the title, and so he did. He wins Man of the Year, and I I, so I thought about it a lot this weekend, and I've I've come down with two thoughts, and they may be somewhat contrary, but I I have two strong thoughts about the Man of the Year. Okay. The first is that it's a wonderful idea. It is an absolutely fantastic, phenomenal idea. And for all of the things you just said, and this is a serious comment, like it, it really is a great idea for male friendships, try to keep them together over time, especially if you don't live in the same city, which is an issue that I have. All my friends, you know, from college live elsewhere. We're scattered around the country and we find different ways to get together every year as well. Mm-hmm. We don't do a man of the year, but we do other things that are traditions for us. And that's, I think beyond valuable and being vulnerable with those friendships so that you actually have support. I love one of the things you've mentioned is that one of the big parts of, of the man of the year is supporting the, the rest of the group and the other people there and the vulnerability. That stuff's awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm all in like more than a hundred percent in. It's a huge butt coming. I don't see why you need pickle costumes to walk around Portland with There's and celebrate being the man of the year. Can't you just celebrate absolutely. it without and, demanding and that the entire city come out to like there was no demand. you in public? There was no demand. I don't get but, it. But and I'm 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 guessing as we get older, maybe some of the costume part will will end up starting falling by the wayside. When you get older, like what? When you turn nineteen? <laughs> like what do you mean? <laughs> I guess we don't see the uh, the issue with it clearly because we continue to do these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of has more to do with the way that our entire scooter club thing started with the stupid helmets that we wore and everything like that was a, a part of the genesis of when we got together when we were all 18, 19 years old. So, yeah, we're now in our 30s and this is our 15th year and it is getting just as fun and yeah. has been more fun and more important as you get older, which is the whole point. And guys flew in from all over the country to be there, and it was a blast. Well, that's very cool. Congratulations, Justin. Uh, man oh, of the you. year. Yes, man of the year. Everybody wants me to bring the trophy here. to spring, yes. spring training. I'm like, I don't think that's going <laughs> to I don't know if it's going to fit. I mean, Shannon's ego is already in that home. Are you going to be able to fit both? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, Shannon, join us at 830, jokes aside. Uh, I will admit that I may have been the man of the weekend, uh, maybe not the whole year, but I, I did complete a home improvement project this weekend. I don't want to brag or anything. Wow. Uh, but wow, wow, I pressure washed a huge portion of uh, of cement around my home. So satisfying. Uh, it's like a totally different <laughs> color now than it used to be. I was covered in dirt and yeah. mud. Did you just push one button to turn something on? Maura, I'm sore. I'm oh. curious. I don't have you, know how have it you works. ever pressure washed? No. Oh, so I'm you, asking. Maura, I think like you would how love much it. of a home improvement project? Uh, well, I mean, it doesn't involve a lot of like math. 
right? There's no, like, you don't need to, like, sketch stuff out ahead okay. of time. But you have to go to Aurora Rents and rent this, like, 200-pound machine that requires gas and a, you know, pull and a choke switch and okay. all that kind of yeah. stuff. I'll give you that. They, like put, it, they put it in your car. Right? It is incredibly hard to get back out of your car and then back into your car later. <laughs> You have to hook it up with the hose and this and that and the big gun, and then you 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 know you just spray on the ground. But I mean, the amount of water that comes out is it goes everywhere. There's mud. I mean, I gotta tell you, there was caked on mud and moss. I hadn't done this in like a decade, so there was a lot to to kind of get out. It is. You're right, Justin. Very sad. It's like a racing. It feels yeah, like you're using a giant it. eraser on the, the cement. I am so sore. My arm is sore. My what? My hand. Well, you're holding this this gun thing <laughs> for like t- four hours, and like oh, my finger. Yes, it takes forever. Oh my god, I spent forever, but I had a four thousand psi. I was going to say pressure it's like three thousand psi. It's oh, I had four thousand. I wasn't messing around with that twenty five hundred nice. deal, man. I went <laughs> nice. for the big stuff. I uh, I completed my home improvement projects, and so uh, yeah, we've effectively wasted the first nine get, minutes of the show today. Get right. your man card back. Yeah, I got I got back up my man card back. <laughs> it's restored. Salky pressure wash cement. Did you do the concrete too? There's no difference. If you say there's a difference, you're obviously, you know, crazy. Concrete, cement, asphalt, it's all the same thing. Nobody knows the difference. All right, we'll come right back, uh, get to the things you actually need to know from this weekend, including the Mariners all reporting for duty. No issues yet. Let's dig into it next. Brock and Salk, CL Sports on 710, clsports.com. Need to know. 15 minutes past every hour with Brock and Salk. Here's what you need to know. Up first. Well, the team has now assembled, and by all accounts for the Mariners, everything feels pretty normal after an offseason that didn't exactly start that way. But they've worked hard, and Scott Service is proud of what the front office has done in the last few weeks. Our offseason didn't start off great. <laughs> I think, you know, our fan base um, certainly understands, you know, where we're headed. I think the things that we've done here over the last six weeks, two months, a uh, fantastic job both Jerry and Justin understanding, you know, maybe some of the obstacles we're up against and trying to figure out how to make it work. And it wasn't easy. A lot of creative ideas get thrown around by not just those two guys, but everybody in the front office coming up with ideas and on how to get our team better. Yeah, he's right. When obstacles were thrown in the path of the baseball operations group, they found a way to work around them. Is this team going to be significantly better than a year ago? Don't know. Honestly, the odds are probably against it, but they've done and taken action which is I think what Scott wanted given the challenges that were kind of put on them from the ownership group like hey you can either take it or you can make every effort to try to work within those rules and they went and did so so they end up with a lineup that is different. I think you've seen by the adjustments we've made with our position players um, on the offensive side what their capabilities are and Again, we got to coach them up. We need to get better at certain things. We need to get better at two-strike hitting. You know, and, and I know our lineup is different. We should strike out a little bit less, put the ball in play a little bit more, but we still got to keep coaching it up, especially the young players that we have here. Because there's a lot of guys, you know, from Julio, Cal. I mean, you, you go through, you know, even Ty is looking forward to making some adjustments in his game offensively. So, you know, you got young players like Rayleigh, Canzone in the mix here. So, and then, you know, we know what Mitch Hanner can Hander could do, you know, when he's out there on a regular basis. So um, we did address those things.
Yeah, we'll see what it all looks like when they put it all together and if some of those guys can stay healthy. News-wise, Mariners claim starter Levi Stout off of waivers from Cincinnati. He'd been part of the Luis Castillo trade. Never really worked out in Cincinnati and was released last week. So I like that deal and exactly the kind of minor league depth that they were missing. A pretty obvious move, honestly, as soon as he was released. My thought was, well, he should be probably coming back to the Mariners. And I guess his wife wore Mariner socks during the claim period just to just to like try to manifest him coming back to Seattle and it really worked out existence yeah Scott's happy you know I think he's really happy to be back certainly it was uh his career was uh headed in a certain direction and you know you go other places and whatever I don't know the whole story there was probably a little injury involved there at some point but um you know hopefully we can get him back on track um he creates uh, a little bit more depth um, he is a starter, you know, whether he comes back in the mix with us and kind of see how that fits. Um, I don't project him making our major league team. Um, and I told him that last night, but let's get him right and see if he can put himself in a position. We're going to need more than five starters at some point uh, in the season. And you want to have as many options as possible. So. Well, they're probably going to need more than six, more than seven. And so, yeah, I like this move a lot in order to make room, though. They released a good story. Kanan Smith and Jigba, who immediately was reclaimed by Pittsburgh. So, so much for the brothers being together here in Seattle. Here's the second thing you need to know. Right, three weeks from today, we'll be ready for NFL free agency. It will start and we'll get our first real sense of what kind of team John Schneider and Mike McDonald want to build together. Will we see any of McDonald's former Ravens here, right? A lot of options. Justin Matabuike, Patrick Queen, Geno Stone, a couple of guards. So there are a lot of guys that could be available if they're interested in going that route. Baltimore could always franchise tag one of those players too. Today's actually the first day teams can utilize that option, but they have until March 7th to make it official. The big story for me right now is what are they going to end up doing with Leonard Williams? And Joel Corey was on with uh, Bump and Stacy last week, said, well, they may have already kind of made that decision by the virtue of the fact that they are keeping Draymond Jones. He's making $21 million per year on the last deal. Is he thinking I'll take a pay cut to stay? Or is he looking for top dollars? Already gotten one payday. Sometimes when you've already gotten a payday, you're thinking, I don't necessarily need every last dollar, but I guarantee <laughs> if he's going to stay put, you have to pay him more than Draymond Jones. Well, so if you got to pay him more than Draymond Jones, do you actually have that kind of cash? We'll find out, and uh, we'll see how creative John Schneider can be. To lose him after giving up a second-round pick, though, that would be a huge bummer, especially considering the absolute horror show this defense became after they made the decision to trade for him. Here's the third thing you need to know. Unfortunate but familiar scene. Kraken failed to capitalize on a late power play, then fell in overtime yesterday. They fall four to three at home against Detroit. It looked like they were going to, every time they got down, they battle back. One nothing, one one, two one, two two. They get down three to two, and Jin Schwartz tied it up in the third. Here's Morgan, six on five hockey with the court on the bench. The Kraken will get a power play unless they score here. Gord's been active. Fakes. Schwartz shoots. Q Nirvana, that was uh, Schwartz's goal, but really Gord's play was a heck of a play that he made. Anyway, they lose in overtime, so they get one point, but another kind of sleepy effort from the team as the trade deadline approaches. All right, that's everything you need to know. 
quarter past every hour here on the Brock and Salk Show. Man, there are a lot of pressure washing tactics. I was going to say, if you've ever wanted to know anything about pressure washing, goodness. Yeah. This might be one of the biggest responses we've gotten. You think so? <laughs> yeah, Salk, buy your own pressure washer. I don't have room for that. I live in the city. I don't have room to keep a giant pressure washer at my house. I'll just go rent that thing once a year, whenever I need to do it, every couple of years. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I loved know. having one. Yeah. Oh, man, I loved them. Uh, Salk, to add to your man card, the pressure washer gun is called a wand. All right, that's fine. Yeah, yeah and yours didn't have a trigger lock on it? Like, you didn't have no, the ability to keep that No, could have really used it. I looked, yeah. <laughs> believe me. It had one to keep it from opening up, yeah. but nothing to keep it open, Yeah, which really would have helped. Could have always grabbed some zip ties and just kind of done Yeah, that would have I guess I could have, I could have, what did K, uh, KJ call it? I could have jiggy-rigged oh, jiggy it. Rig it. I could have jiggy-rigged the whole thing <laughs> so that it stayed open, but... I, uh, no, I didn't do that. Yeah, I rented it. It was a one-day rental, but I rented it on Saturday. Sunday, they were closed, so I had it until Monday. So I had two two full days of pressure washing. So it's like, kind of got everything out onto the sidewalk, and then I was like, well, I might as well just pressure wash my part of the sidewalks. And I was like, oh, out you there. I was going to ask you if you had to do the sidewalk, too. I didn't have to, but I, I did. Nice. Yeah, I was like, eh, I'm here. Above but, and beyond. Well, is it, though? Or are my neighbors now like, great, thanks a lot, jerk. Now mine look disgusting, and I need to go out and like, yeah. I don't know. Plus, there's still mud out there that I've got to now go back and figure out what to do with it all. I'm going to end up having to call somebody. When it's all said and done, I'm going to have to call somebody to, like, fix what I did. Like, I got the project started. <laughs> did you spray mud on anybody's cars or anything? Yes, or was, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. I washed so that, that off. I washed that off. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not that bad a neighbor, but right. I I do know that I'm going to need somebody who's got a little bit more a little bit more um skill, <laughs> I guess I would call it. Okay. Or maybe time Power or willingness. Yeah, no, just to come out and finish the project because there's there's now there needs to be some landscaping. This right? is why I rent. Yeah. Darn it. All right. <laughs> Let's take a little break. Uh Mora is going to take us around the weekend with all of her free time she has from not needing to do any home projects. She could put together a fantastic around the weekend. So that is coming up next. Not going to lie, it's a so-so around the weekend. All it right. was a we, slow sport. Oh, wow. <laughs> We've got a so-so around the weekend coming up next on Brock and Salk. This this is Brock and Salk. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Back in mornings from 6 to 10. On Seattle Sports and the Seattle Sports app. What's that term? Gatekeeping? Yeah. What about there are no worse gatekeepers than the home improvement folks. Every oh. one of you on the text. <laughs> Get out of here with your gatekeeping. Why did why did you duck kick the trigger? Why didn't you go to a different rental place? Why didn't you do this? Shut up. I've never heard the one of the tennis ball working as a good trigger lock. Yeah, I've seen stuff ball. like that. Shut up. Shut up. I hate this. This is like my absolute <laughs> night. Why did you go to a different rental place? I don't know, because the one I went to was like down the street from my house. Yeah. Come on. This is the same thing that happened when I when I couldn't download Disney Plus. You get like three thousand people who are angry at you because somebody else's technology doesn't work. Like, stop gatekeeping. Just just leave me alone. I'm perfectly content. I'm not complaining. I'm sore. And but capable. I was proud of myself. Yeah, you were totally capable. I did what I needed to do, and I don't want your – because it's not advice. It's a why didn't you do this thing that I do. God, I hate you. 
I just, I absolutely, anybody who does, I just, I hate okay. it. I okay. absolutely hate it. All right, let's uh, distract from this. <laughs> while I was outside, there were uh, sports going on wow. while I was pressure washing. What? Yeah, I was, well, I was just filling you guys in on everything that happened on the new season of Love is Blind. Would you rather do that? There wasn't a lot of sports this weekend. It sounds like it would be about as interesting as what happened this weekend <laughs> in sports. But we will uh, we will try to have some fun with uh, whatever did happen. And yeah. Okay. Let's go around the weekend. All right, first up, we will get a little further into the crack. We talked about them for a moment in Need to Know. Uh, but they returned home from their East Coast road trip on a two-game win streak, but couldn't keep that going at Climate Pledge, losing an OT to the Red Wings. The Red Wings got on the board first and continued to take the lead every time the Kraken yeah. tied it. Jared McCann did so the first time with about a minute 30 left in the first. Here's McCann out there. Ripped it across to Burakowski. It's a couple of dangerous guys on the flanks. McCann. McCann's got Anyone say Schneike? And oh, long that's time. his. He's been saying that forever. It's like an Ace Ventura thing. Yeah, right? that's a Bouchergrass thing. Big Bouchergrass line. <laughs> it is. He's been saying that forever on Sports Center and well, stuff. Well, I believe it because yeah. it was a thing forever. Well, it just so. came right out, too. It didn't feel like he forced it. It was just like right on the tip of his tongue, ready yeah. to go. I like Bouchergrass a lot. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. I like when he was going by Bucci Main. Um, <laughs> and then uh, McCann did it again early in the second. Morgan with a shot blocker save. Lion. Alexi Akin for a kick save. It's McCann again. He's got a five-game point streak going right yeah, now. Yeah, he was playing some pretty good hockey and then uh, took a late cross check, which... Thankfully, he was able to come back from, put him right into the boards. Um, yeah, look, when McCann's going, he's a good goal scorer. And if he was the second best goal scorer on this team, they'd be really good. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you know, Jared McCann <laughs> yeah. is a good second banana. But when you when you are asking him to carry the scoring and say, OK, it's late and close. We need a big goal. Go get it, Jared. That's just not really who he is. He's a really good player. That's not a shot at all. I love the, I love watching him. But, you know, when you see the teams that have the guys that are elite elite, you see the difference. That's all. The way yeah. they pressurize the defense, the way they pressurize the opponent. McCann's a good player, and he's got a wicked shot. So does Daniel Sprong, who scored yesterday. He's better than Sprong. He's a more complete player, but he doesn't threaten the defense at all times. And that's not a shot at all. Yeah, that was uh, that was what happened next, next, actually. A familiar face in former Kraken forward Daniel Sprong once again pulled the Red Wings ahead 3-2 in the second, scoring on a two-on-one rush. And then Jaden Schwartz tied it up again with this shot while Red Wings goalie Alex Lyon was on his back, leaving the net wide open. Here's Borgen, six-on-five hockey with the court on the bench. The Kraken will get a power play unless they score here. Gord's been active. Fakes. Schwartz shoots. <laughs> I uh, I shortened the uh, the fairy horn. The fairy horn bit, was too uh, long. For radio, yeah, it's. Yeah. Yeah, I did like you give it a radio edit? It's real long. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I gave it a radio. Have edit. you seen the Geico commercial with the uh, people who live in the house that has the goal uh, siren yes. lights? Yeah. That's pretty great. <laughs> Like I like it's, those it's, it's in the, like, the vein of, like, you know, nice house, but it has ants. Oh, 
right? Expired. Yeah, expired. Expired. <laughs> yeah. It's in that vein, but it's uh it's a nice whole it's a nice house, but what is it? It's does they say lights? There's an issue with the lights. With the, yeah. And like if they live in the goal light, like every time someone scores outside on like the street hockey net, all the red I lights see flash that and everything. Dang it's it. pretty good. But you gotta watch hockey in, in, in order to an see an it. An animal upstairs in the, yeah, in the attic. Same deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The best one is still the ants. <laughs> followed by um the guy who was fighting the, the like aggressive plants. What was the deal with that? Remember the aggressive like weeds or whatever they were that kept like coming into his house? Oh yeah, and, like pulling the kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like Reminding me of Jumanji. I that was. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Uh, there was also another um, outdoor series this weekend for the NHL. They did it at MetLife Stadium. Uh, it was so they. It was actually a two-day event. They did the um, Flyers and Devils the first day, and the Rangers and Islanders the next. Uh, I think they had like seventy thousand for um, Flyers. It's cool. And uh, devils, but I thought it was cool that the that the Philadelphia showed up in Rocky gear, and because you know when they did it here, they did the oh the fish the throwing yeah, the fish crack, stuff yeah the Kraken players dressed up like fishmongers and the um, Golden Knights dressed up like Elvis, so yeah they did Philly did Rocky and um, the Devils did they all dressed up like Sopranos. So kind of thinking back on that now. What do you think before they decided on the fishmongers and Elvis? What do you think were some of the other like discarded options? Mm, a flannel grunge of some kind. Don't you yeah. think like that kind of might yeah. have been better, like with like a like a flannel shirt tied around their waist or something? Some ripped jeans and that are like some just the pure outdoor Pacific Northwest Patagonia Birkenstock. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> enough people would have gotten that, but that would have been funny. <laughs> I sort of imagine them all wearing like Starbucks aprons. Oh sure, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Out. And for Vegas. <clears throat> like old school uh, dealers with like the visor with the uh, with like the green, yeah, the green the green translucent <laughs> visor. I was thinking like Rat Pack or something to come out and like in the, in the uh, they could have done instead that. of like the Elvis yeah. part or the, Swingers maybe. The, yeah, the older Vegas, yeah. not the yeah. Not the, I mean, Elvis, Elvis is certainly older Vegas, but I guess if so, they really wanted to go big, they could have gone Liberace. Mm. Now you you're imagine? talking a carrot top. They all, all the magicians. <laughs> they all show up as Liberace. Oh my gosh. <laughs> magicians and comedians. Yeah. Or in his case, a performer. But yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Entertainers do. <laughs> Entertain. Yeah. In break, Justin Shame. was like, well, they get to dress up and you guys don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Look at me. This in the winter class. You know, hockey culture. It's very look at me. Um, totally. Yeah. Well, another weird thing that they did, um, you know, when the winter classic was here, there's there's just a lot of unused space when you're putting a hockey rink in a baseball stadium or a football stadium. And on the outsides, they had more of like a shipwreck vibe and they mm -hmm. had a little skating pond that they actually let some kids do a, a mini hockey game on during one of the breaks. In the stage, but, right? Um, like there's bands playing out there. Yeah. And... But apparently for this one, they decided to make it look like a New Jersey park on the outside. And they actually hired actors. So they had like someone running around with a corgi and people riding bikes and I like mm. a fake concession stand guy. And so people were calling it the Truman Show. How do you get hired as a, how do you get weird. your corgi hired for that job? <laughs> yeah. You have to audition? It's a fair question. You have to be a SAG actor? Well, I would like to find a way for Gertie to start, you know, contributing around the house. Oh, yeah. So if there's a way that I could, you know, get her involved in a situation like I that. Mean, you could definitely make your dog an influencer these days. I'm trying. I keep trying. Yeah, she's got her own, uh, she's got her own account on, uh, <laughs> on the old Instagram. But now she woke up at 2.30 last night, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, so she woke up at 2.30 And I got up, which was nice Because, you know, she was up 
And then uh, came back to bed, and you know what she did? She got into bed with me for a little while. You're letting that happen? Not for the full night. Okay. But for like, it was from like 2.30 to 4.30. You get really when you tell us that happens. Well, she snuggled in. And like, <laughs> she had her like neck on my neck. Like, it was, she was very close. Adorable. <laughs> it was very I didn't adorable. take you to be the type that would create a pet Instagram well, pet account. Yeah. I can see you making fun of that. I've been making real. What do you mean? Why? <laughs> I guess now I know that you, how much you have been con- or consuming Frenchy content on Instagram. Right. You've really softened you up to I it. I basically consider Instagram to just be a vehicle to see Frenchies doing funny things. So you're adding to the <laughs> I know there's the more to pile. it for other people, but for <laughs> me, Instagram is essentially just a way to watch Frenchies being silly and the occasional golf reel. Is there other stuff on there? That's a, nope. That's it. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> that's all I got. Is that what the kids? That's is that all, why it's so popular? Is. I mean, it makes sense. Who doesn't like Frenchies and golf? But like, <laughs> as far as I know, that's the only thing on Instagram. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you are contributing. To yeah. The, the, I'm trying. The community that which you <laughs> consume from the most. I'm trying. All right. Well, we'll wrap up right now. The Kraken are in fifth place in their division with 57 points, and the Kings and the Blues would have the wild card spots with the NHL trade deadline coming up on March 8th. Yeah, I mean, you were running out of, what do you have, 18 days? Just under three weeks to uh, kind of make something happen here. Do you think they're going to? Whatever you say, they'll do the opposite. So what do you think? Yeah. This team is the most confounding. I feel like every time we've doubted them and yep. questioned Hackstall, they go on like a crazy run. So maybe we should say yes. I don't think they're going to do it. <laughs> I think that's all true. Yeah. I think that's all That's all accurate. Yeah, people want to know what Gertie's Instagram account. I can't tell you on the air. Because then, like, the company will own it. And if she ever does, oh, you I know. Thought you, I thought you wanted to keep it keep it quiet. No, I don't mind. People could go follow her, but I can't tell it to you because then Bonneville will own it because I will have been promoting it on here. So I, I can't do that. I'm sorry. You'll have to figure it out. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Big John and Ballard says, Saul created an Instagram for a dog. What a millennial thing to do from someone who hates millennials. First of all, I don't hate millennials. I <laughs> work with issue? two of them What's every day. Oh, is it Gen Z that you hate? No, I don't hate anybody. What do you hate? <laughs> I don't hate a generation of people. I hate gatekeepers. Think about what a ridiculous idea that is. Hating a generation of people. I think that there are elements of all generations that are problematic, except for mine. Yeah. Yeah. What generation are you? X. Our uh, man of the year thing that we were talking about earlier in the show is a lot. uh, It pulls a lot from the article that you were reading last week about the Atlantic. Mm. We spend less time together. So it's like, in a way, we're trying to do our millennial comeback of that's nice that's why i support you but you also have to keep your millennial look at me element to it as well (laughs) okay all right we're actually going to talk about some wazoo men's basketball let's go their team is ranked. you know what we really have hit the bottom then if that's the case really nothing happens they are ranked yeah they're ranked for the first time since 2008 coming in at number 21 on the ap top 25 they have a real chance of making the tournament so on Saturday, they defeated Stanford after a tough first half, which saw them allow a 20-9 run. They were down 36-35, but in the second half, they went on a 10-0 run sparked by numerous Stanford turnovers. Um, they ended up winning 72-59 for their seventh consecutive victory. Uh, Coach Kyle Smith was asked after about how he's been handling their success, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he's enjoying it. How would you say you've personally handled these last few weeks? Awesome. <laughs> we keep honestly i mean it's uh it's funny in the because they keep asking me like well, what would it mean to go to i said you know what it mean a lot but at the same time not that it, oh it's not going to define me as who what i am as a person 
same thing I'm telling my players, you know, you, if you prepare and you do things the right way, usually good things are happening. We have good talent. If you get caught up in it, it can, it's, it's hard, man. It's, it's, you got to stay present. And, uh, I've been, uh, yeah, I've been, been doing well, <laughs> to be honest. It's, there's some anxiety, there's stress on game day, but Phil, um, and, it, and we've got a good team that helps. And you've got a good team, good players. That always helps. <laughs> how you doing? He's pretty like, good. how am I handling us being awesome? Like, well, I'm pretty handling good. pretty well. Yeah, yeah kind of hope we go to the <laughs> tournament. That's kind of the point. Yeah. Having a great time with us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good on them, man. Good on them. Making a making a run for the first time in years. Right? I mean, this is like first time since Clay Thompson. God, the weirdest thing is you said 2008. I'm like, that was that long ago. I know. I oh, think- yeah, it was. I keep feeling like that about the early 2000s, and that's how you realize you're starting to get old. This is a long time ago. <gasps> yeah. No. Um, th- so they are. Going I hope to you're play. not expecting me to say something about the Wazoo Hoops team because <laughs> okay. I have nothing. I will tell you now. I don't have anything. Uh, well, they are going to face Arizona Thursday night. That seems like it would be four. a big game. Uh, yeah, Arizona is number four right now. They are. I think they are. They were possibly going to be tied after that game in the in the uh, conference, but I think they have maybe one more conference loss so anyways they're they're re- very close to being tied in the conference um that game's at 8 p.m on thursday and we will okay. have it live here on seattle sports i saw that joe lenardi i think it was joe lenardi had them as like an eight seed right now if the tournament were to start today so that's exciting. exciting yeah it's a, it's kind of a bummer that some of these teams are having such great seasons in the uh last year of the pac-12 but it's still pretty exciting for them yeah with the amount of like I mean, the amount of kicks that the Cougs have taken, like, yes, it's yeah. good to see. Have some, have something to cheer about. Hmm. Uh, all right. Well, NBA All-Star Game, <laughs> there wasn't a lot to say about the actual game. It ended 211 to 186 in favor of the East. It's insane. What's that now? <laughs> 211. 211. Because, you know, no defense. Right. Uh, so many are... Uh, frustrated with the lack of you know an actual game this was kendrick perkins on espn after to be honest it was embarrassing and it was (laughs) it was disrespectful to the game of basketball to the nba to so many guys that used to like the the nba all-star you it it, to be an nba all-star it's an honor Mm -hmm. it's an honor like i played 14 years and never made an all-star game i was close to making it one time and al horford beat me out by one coach's vote do you know how i would have felt to be in the all-star game russell westbrook won back-to-back uh all-star mvps one of the times he came off the bench because he was playing so hard that's how much he cared and at the end of the day players won't say it publicly but in order to move the needle, in order to get an all-star game where they're actually competing, you know what's going to have to happen. The NBA is going to have to increase the incentives, yep. meaning put a bankroll in yep. front of their faces. I mean, even then, they'll probably not play hard for 46 minutes, and then the last two, they'll get after it. But, yeah, I... <laughs> First of all, I love Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> I, I like everything about Kendrick Perkins. No, I shouldn't say everything. I think he's gotten himself in some trouble at some points. But I always enjoy when he's talking and uh, when I covered the Celtics sort of for like a year or two. He was like the one guy I always sort of enjoyed talking to. But um, there should never be 200 points scored by one team in a basketball game. That's, yeah, there's right, no right. situation in which that should ever happen and it's it is too bad. I mean, I, you know, I'm not a big NBA guy anymore, obviously. But you know, 
for years, the NBA All-Star Game was something that really moved the needle. I mean, it mattered. Mm -hmm. It was fun to watch. You would actually, I mean, it's so easy, if more than any other, other than baseball. It's the one other game besides baseball where you can play a real game, right? Where you can actually play without real significant injury. In hockey, you got to take out the hitting. So, okay, at that point, it's barely hockey. In football, I get it. Like, there's just too many ways to get injured on a football field. Like, it it just isn't a sustainable thing given all the money that's in the game. But in basketball, you're telling me the guys can't play defense? Are you more likely to get hurt playing defense? Like, what am I missing? Why not just play defense? And how long did this – when did this change? When did the shift happen? It's been steadily occurring. Okay. It was now, look, I also get it. The NBA – contest was at least still worth watching, and now that's, that's not done. Even- there was one thing that was interesting this weekend, though. One part of the there All-Star was, but weekend. Before that, let me just play you. I also thought this was pretty hilarious. The NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, giving the East the uh, trophy for winning. He sounds so annoyed. And to the Eastern Conference All-Stars, you scored the most points. Well, congratulations. Giannis, to your team, this trophy is yours. Well. Well. Well, I guess technically. <laughs> you know what, though? Good on Adam Silver, though. Like, he doesn't mess around. He's not going to be, like, pretending that it was great. He knows they're now going to need to go fix this thing because of all the negative press. And so, I, you know what? I actually kind of appreciate that. Yes, he sounds annoyed, which is hysterical. But better than the, like, you know, complete inability to recognize what's happening to the game in front of him that Rob Manfred has. In sports. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Good on him. All right, well, we'll move on to what you were referring to, and I think we'll maybe get to this later, too. But, yeah, meanwhile, Sabrina Ionescu and Steph Curry faced off in a WNBA versus NBA three-point contest for the first time, and it was really fun. And they spoke about how cool and meaningful it was for fans and for them afterwards. And Curry only won 29-26. She held her own very well. Um, 26 was, by the way, the score that Dame Lillard won with later in the three-point contest. Um, and uh, this was what Kenny Smith had to say about it afterwards. I think she should have shot from the women's line. She should have shot from the women's line. That would have been a fair contest. I still root for Sabrina. I still root for Sabrina. We all are rooting for Sabrina. She should have shot from the three-point line that the women shoot from. Why are you putting those boundaries on her? That's not a boundary. That's what the game is. She wanted to shoot. They have a smaller ball, don't they? She shot a WNBA ball. WNBA ball is smaller. She shot with the WNBA yeah, ball. She, she should have shot from the line. It, it, it's it, a women's team in golf and it's a men's team. For a reason. No. She a shooter shoot. Is that what you said? Yeah, but they shoot from where they shoot from. No. Thank you. No, no, no. Sabrina. Good job, Sabrina. No, but, but don't let any man put boundaries on you like him. Uh, but give him a regular ball there. Wow. Ooh, I'm glad that. You know, co-hosts were there sticking up for that. So there's a lot in there, to Why be honest you with you. want to die on that hill? I just don't understand. Yeah, it, it, it unfortunately mires what was just supposed to be a fun exhibition. Like, hey, man, it was just a cool thing. Don't don't go there. There's just no need to. Also, there aren't men's and women's tees anymore. Like, I, I don't know what you're talking. That's not even a real thing anymore. They've stopped doing that. Don't call them anymore. Yeah, no. I mean, like, if you go to your local course... They may have some holdovers, but generally they're forward tees. They just have color names. They're not considered to be men's and women's and play from whatever tees you want. And I respect the fact that she wanted to shoot from the same line as him. Absolutely. She held her own and, like I said, did just as well as Dame Lillard did in the men's competition. 
So I don't understand why That's a weird. he's like, well, maybe she would have won if she shot. I mean, maybe she would have. Yeah, if she had cares. shot from like, a she, foot closer, she might have won. She wanted to see who how cares? she would do against it, but then he's like, well, she didn't, though, because she used a different ball. You know what else? She might have won if she had taken layups instead of three-pointers. But yeah, no kidding, Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Right. She might have. Yeah, what if they had done a free-throw contest? Yeah, that would have been a different thing. This was the thing that they agreed to do. And we know what we would have heard if she would have shot from the women's line and won. Like, it would have been just as... Like, well, go shot from the women's line. from the man's line. Why right. did he need to get a shoot from Like People are exhausting, honestly. Yeah. Like, it, And I like Kenny. I think Kenny was trying to be funny and totally, totally failed. Because that's generally what he is, right? I mean, he's sort of him and Charles and like EJ, the whole thing. Like, they're all funny. That's what makes that TNT halftime show so great. But in this case, he decides to be, I don't know, he, he ended up making a fun thing serious in a way that it really didn't need to be. And it's it's a bummer because it was the cool. The court was lit up with LEDs. Like, this isn't a <laughs> real thing. It's an exhibition. Yeah. yeah, just don't go there. No upside, man. It was fun to watch. We were watching it on a bar without sound, so I didn't get to hear it. But it was fun to watch. Like, I thought it was really it was a cool looking thing they did. Dunk contest wasn't quite the same. I don't, I don't really love it. It was that. won by That's some guy named Mac. The G League. He's not even in the NBA? Get out of here. I swear. That guy's not even in the NBA? I don't think so. How can the NBA dunk contest be won by somebody who's not in the NBA? Be be 100% sure it's Mac, right? Yeah. Mac McClung. What? He is. Yeah, he's in the NBA G League. (laughs) Yeah. That's worse. Kenny, get on that. If you want to make a statement about something, how about getting NBA players into the All-Star, into the uh, dunk contest? The Osceola Magic. All right. I mean, you can't even get them to play regular season games half the time. That's a good point. They're resting. They're resting. <laughs> resting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maura. Great job. Thank you. It was uh, clearly a big weekend in sports, and uh, now we've gone through it. So everybody is up now to date. Get to the Anthony Rendon sound. Ready. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll play that a little later. Talk about people who are just. Talk about not. Stop talking. Right. Just just put a period on that and don't speak anymore. There's no reason to keep going. Uh, we'll get to some of his comments maybe a little bit later in the show. All right. Uh, we got a little bit of news coming out of Pure. It's very minor news but it kind of speaks to a problem that could continue to raise its head unless you have a solution for it. And there is a fairly obvious one. So we'll dig into that together next on Brock and Salk CL Sports on 710 CL Sports.com.